Hi, everyone, and welcome back to ArabicPod101.com. This is Intermediate Season 1, Lesson 2, Applying for an Internship in the Arab World. I'm Becky. Marhaban, I am Hani. In this lesson, you'll learn how to use nominal or noun sentences to make clear sentences about yourself. The conversation takes place in the interview room. It's between Tim and an official. The speakers are strangers, so they will use formal Arabic. Okay, let's listen to the conversation. أيمكنك أن تعرف نفسك ببساطة؟ نعم، اسمي تم مهوني وعمري عشرون عاماً. درست اللغة العربية لمدة سنتين. لماذا تقدمت لهذا البرنامج التدريبي؟ أنا مهتم جداً بالثقافة العربية والمصرية بالأخص، ولذلك أريد أن أرى الوطن العربي بنفسي. كم لغة تتحدث؟ أتحدث الإنجليزية والأسبانية بطلاقة، ولازلت أتعلم العربية. مستواك في اللغة العربية ممتاز يتم. أتمنى لك التوفيق. تفضل. شكراً جزيلاً. بعد إذنك. Listen to the conversation with the English translation. أيمكنك أن تعرف نفسك ببساطة؟ Can you introduce yourself simply? نعم. اسمي تم مهوني وعمري عشرون عاماً. درست اللغة العربية لمدة سنتين. Yes, my name is Tim Mahoney and I am 20 years old. I have studied Arabic for two years. لماذا تقدمت لهذا البرنامج التدريبي؟ Why did you apply for this internship? أنا مهتم جدا بالثقافة العربية والمصرية بالأخص، ولذلك أريد أن أرى الوطن العربي بنفسي. I'm very interested in Middle Eastern cultures and especially Egypt, so I want to see the Arab world myself. كم لغة تتحدث؟ How many languages do you speak? أتحدث الإنجليزية والأسبانية بطلاقة، ولازلت أتعلم العربية. I speak English and Spanish fluently, and I'm still learning Arabic. مستواك في اللغة العربية ممتاز يتم. أتمنى لك التوفيق. تفضل. Your level in Arabic language is excellent, Tim. I wish you the best of luck. You may be excused. شكراً جزيلاً. بعد إذنك. Thank you very much. Excuse me. Henny, what can you tell us about job opportunities in the Middle East for people who are studying Arabic? Internship opportunities in the Middle East are increasing, especially after the Arab Spring or Arabiyul Arabi. Do you have any advice for someone who wants to do this? The best way to make an Arab express himself or herself to the fullest is to speak their language. So if you are thinking of doing an internship in the Middle East, I definitely recommend learning Arabic. People can often only express their innermost fears and hopes in their mother tongue, so knowing it will be a big help. Okay, let's take a look at the vocabulary from this lesson. The first word is... To introduce. Next we have... ببساطة Simply ببساطة ببساطة 
Next we have تقدم لي To apply for تقدم لي تقدم لي Next we have التدريبي Training Internship التدريبي التدريبي Next we have مهتم Interested مهتم مهتم Next we have الثقافة Culture الثقافة الثقافة Next we have بطلاقة Fluently بطلاقة بطلاقة Next we have بنفسي Myself بنفسي بنفسي And lastly مستوى Level مستوى مستوى Let's have a closer look at the usage of some of the words and phrases from this lesson. The first phrase is بعدي إذنك Meaning, excuse me. This expression consists of two words بعد meaning after and إذنك which can translate to your permission. It implies that you will do something only after you get permission from the person. Can you give us an example using this phrase? Sure. For example, you can say بعد إذنك سأجري مكالمة Which means, excuse me, I will make a phone call. Okay, what's the next phrase? ولذلك Meaning, and that's why In this expression, wa means and and لذلك means because of that. It is followed by the reason explained in the sentence before this expression. Can you give us an example? Sure. For example, you can say أنا متعب ولذلك لن أذهب إلى الحفل Which means, I'm tired and that's why I won't go to the party. Okay, now on to the lesson focus. In this lesson, you'll learn how to use nominal sentences to form clear sentences about yourself, which can be useful in an interview. Henny, is there any difference between interviews in English and interviews in Arabic? Well, in both cases, you should be ready to be asked many questions. The different thing about Arabic, though, is that you have to use some honorific expressions to sound polite. What's an example? For example, adding jazilan to shukran gives a polite impression. Also, ba'da idnik for excusing yourself is a common polite expression. In Egypt, the word hadritak is used instead of anta to mean something like sir or ma'am. So listeners, it's a good idea to study the specific honorific expressions in the dialect spoken of the place you're having your interview. Right. Another thing is keeping the tone of your voice unchanging, more in the monotone side, to sound polite. Those are some good tips. Okay, now let's move on to the main topic of this lesson, the nominal sentence. Arabic sentences can start either with a noun or with a verb. Both are used just as frequently. Noun sentences are used when we want to highlight the subject, while verb sentences are used when we want to highlight the action or the verb. Can you give us an example that makes the difference clearer? A noun sentence is تم تقدم لبرنامج تدريبي while a verb sentence is تقدم تم لبرنامج تدريبي They both mean Tim applied for an internship. What's the difference then? 
The first one focuses on who did the action, while the second one focuses on the action itself. In some cases, there isn't a verb in the Arabic sentence. So then it's just a noun sentence, right? Right. For example, Tim Mustad. Meaning, Tim is ready. Doesn't have a verb because to be doesn't exist in Arabic. So basically, if the sentence has the verb to be in English, then it's definitely a noun sentence in Arabic. Okay, let's now take a look at the components of the noun sentence and how they are named in Arabic. Noun sentences have two main components, mubtada and khabar. The first means a starter, and the second means a description. These Arabic terms don't actually have an equivalent in other languages. Now let's see how a noun sentence can be used. You can use noun sentences to make direct affirmative sentences, which are useful for talking about your state, saying your name, and describing yourself. Could you give us an example? Sure. In the dialogue, we have Meaning, I am very interested in Middle Eastern culture. In this sentence, the mutada or starter, is ana, meaning I. And the khabar, or description, is muhtam, which means interested. The mubtada is always the first word in a noun sentence. We could call it the subject of the noun sentence. Right. The khabar is the word that describes the mubtada instead. Let's talk about the voweling. Both the mubtada and the khabar have a main voweling state called rafa that causes nouns and adjectives to always end in a dhamma, which is a U sound as long as they follow three rules. These rules are, number one, if they are singular nouns or adjectives with no suffixes, number two, if they end in a consonant, and number three, if they are not proper nouns. In the example, the mubtada ends in a vowel, and that's why it didn't end in a dhamma sign. The khabar, muhtamun, on the other hand, gained a dhamma in the end, plus an n that was added because it's an indefinite noun. Let's see another example from the dialogue. It's me, Tim. My name is Tim. Here we can't add a dhamma to any of the words, because first the mutada has a suffix possessive pronoun in the end, which breaks the first rule, and second, the khabar is a proper name, which breaks the third rule. Does it ever happen that the two main components of the noun sentence are separated? Yes, like in the example, meaning your level in Arabic is excellent. What can you do then? The phrase meaning in Arabic is between the mubtada and the khabar. What can you do to recognize them then? Mubtada and khabar must be able to form a full comprehensible sentence on their own. In this case, mustawakamuntaz, meaning your level is excellent, is a comprehensible sentence. Okay, is there anything else we should remember about noun sentences? Yes, please remember that the khabar can also be a verb phrase, as in Tim meaning Tim applied for an internship. And it can also be a preposition phrase, as in meaning the dictionary is in the bag. In this case, the khabar is a phrase that describes the dictionary state as inside the bag. Listeners, do you know the reason flashcards are so popular? It's because they work. We've taken this time-tested studying tool and modernized with My Word Bank flashcards. 
Learn vocabulary using your eyes and ears. It's simple and powerful. Save difficult and interesting words to your personal vocabulary list called My Word Bank. Master words in your My Word Bank by practicing with flashcards. Words in My Word Bank come with audio, so you can learn proper pronunciation. While you learn to recognize words by sight. Go to ArabicPod101.com now and try My Word Bank and flashcards today. Okay, that's all for this lesson. Be sure to check the lesson notes for more explanations and examples. Thank you for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Shukran. أيمكنك أن تعرف نفسك ببساطة؟ نعم، اسمي تيم هوني وعمري عشرون عاماً. درست اللغة العربية لمدة سنتين. لماذا تقدمت لهذا البرنامج التدريبي؟ أنا مهتم جداً بالثقافة العربية والمصرية بالأخص، ولذلك أريد أن أرى الوطن العربي بنفسي. كم لغة تتحدث؟ أتحدث الإنجليزية والأسبانية بطلاقة، ولازلت أتعلم العربية. مستواك في اللغة العربية ممتاز يتم. أتمنى لك التوفيق. تفضل. شكراً جزيلاً. بعد إذنك.